Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show. Entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how to price a mail campaign for landowners. This is going to be good. You know what I love, by the way? I love how our, our members, I get a lot of um, messages like, Hi, Jill, how is it in sunny Southern California? <laughs> like, it is sunny. It's today. great. Thank you. Nice. I love it. Hey, before we get into this, I got to share with you what's what I'm working on right now because I have a... Um, I have a business proposition for you. Here. This oh, is so no. well, not no, not a proposition. I should say it's. Well, let me hear, let me hear what I what I got here. So earlier this year, we uh, purchased a commercial property, or actually, excuse me, early last year. Hello, twenty twenty, <laughs> and uh, it was a bought for fifty, sold for two something. I can't remember what the end number was, but anyway, on the buy on the buy side. Um, with the property, they, uh, the title company said that they pretty much covered like all the taxes. How should I say this? At closing, seller shall pay credit on purchase price of all delinquent taxes, including pound interest, blah, blah, blah. And if there's a lien, blah, 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 blah. They didn't prorate it. They didn't pro, well, they, well, they pretty much. I don't want to say guaranteed, but in their verbiage, you know, they said we caught them all. They checked them all, right? Well, they didn't check them all, and they didn't check the basic, basic, basic uh, taxes. So anyway, bottom line is, so now I go to sell the property, right? And it comes up like, oh, by the way, there's, let me tell you how much it is, you guys. You're going to crack up at this one. This is a commercial it's piece of property. $3,372.12 of missed taxes. Like, how do you guys miss this? And it was a simple phone call to the county. So when I'm now I'm selling the property, I'm responsible for this. I'm like, well, how far back does it go? And it's like, oh, from like 90 something. I'm like, what? What? It goes back to the 90s? Yes. I'm like, how did they miss it? I'm not. Why didn't it go back to the county? I know. So anyway, the point is. That's crazy. Nobody caught it until now I'm selling it. So you know what? I went back to that original title company and I'm actually fighting it. And she said, well, here's the deal. We can do what's called, it's pro- we're probably gonna have to submit a formal title claim submission. And I'm like, oh, I heard that verbiage. I have. So I'm doing it. So wait, so yeah, I just got- Wait, why are we doing anything? Because it's hold, hold place. <laughs> we have all the money. No, we don't, hold place. So here's the thing. I am actually going at it and watch me get it. And this is my thing to you. They're pretty much saying, Jill, you're right. We missed it. We have insurance for this. Looks like we owe you 3,300 and however much dollars. So this is found money. $3,372 will buy me a nice watch. <laughs> That's found money. It's, it's like finding found three, three grand in money. a suit. I don't, you know, in the sale that I make up the money of this property. Heck yeah. But you know what? It's yeah. kind of the point of it all. I kind of want that $3,372. And I was going to say to you, Stephen, I'm probably going to get it. It sounds like I'm going to get it. And it, and I was like thinking uh, I should get a piece of that to go do something for me because I'm, I'm going at it. What do you think? This is what she does. <laughs> What? We're, we're on the air. Like, and she asked, so I have yeah. no choice but to say yes, because if I say, oh my gosh, no, let's roll it back into our acquisition. She does, she chooses, is there any better time 
That's not what this is maybe about. This up. Actually, my point, that's not what this is about. But the point is, it is if found you, money, number one. And if, number two, I'm doing the work to get it back. And number three, they screwed up. And you got to watch this stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah, even better. I agree. Because we, we just had a one of the kookiest. Craziest closings. Kookiest. It just gets, it's like comedy on top of comedy. I actually had an escrow company tell me. Yesterday, this is. <laughs> oh, no, you can't see the seller's side of the closing statement. You only see the buyer's side of the closing statement. I'm like, on what planet does that happen? She's like, oh, this is always how we do it. I'm like, seriously? It's not how we do it. So I said, I'm not doing it that way. So yeah. I shared mine with the seller and I said, will you please share yours? And he so he called the escrow company and said, yeah, share mine. I'm like, thank you, I got what I want in the end. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy something and write a huge check and not see how the funds are being dispersed and not see that how the you know what's being paid and not being paid on their end. That's the craziest thing. So anyway. We won. Yeah, I worked out. But you gotta watch this stuff and read everything and question everything. You know, I noticed on that escrow too, it was a pretty big deal, so we were both involved in it. I, and we all read through every single word of it, which doesn't always happen. And I, I've i never seen on the closing statement or the HUD one, the the line item called padding. Never. And they had, this is a pretty big deal, they had $500 of padding. And then so it, that and they're the going to collect- $800 of padding, and I said, I'm not They're going to collect- yeah. yeah, exactly, in separate points in the in the signature closing part of it. Uh-huh. And I, we just both looked at each other because I've never seen line item called padding. And then they called it a... Uh, I called it prorations called or it adjustments or... State, state required. It's not state required. It was it's like, you required. You know, at one point I looked and it, we got through it and the deal closed and everything And I'm fine. getting that money back, by the way. The padding yeah. is to hold and then it closes and they send me it's a check. For like, it used to be for like prorations on taxes and stuff because never closes on that day. So maybe it's like $8 different and everybody gets a check two months later and, and that's all fine. But that's I believe the, the way that this was, the, I'll never use this. Uh, nope, me this either. escrow company again. The way that it was set up and presented to us was like, you guys are stupid. People yep. just sign this stuff anyway. Uh, you I've know, never anybody question anything. We're going to collect about eighteen hundred dollars more as a title company than we probably should, and uh, just sign it. Yeah, that was kind of their whole attitude. Exactly, <laughs> that just doesn't fly. Exactly. You know, it's funny because I think I'm a kook about this. Jill is times ten on that. Mm. Just she gets like not like Jill. Like another person comes out of jail. Yeah, that one the, <laughs> pushed my button a couple times there. <laughs> okay. Today's topic. Today, before we take oh, it, sorry. before we get into it, we're going to take a question posted by one of our members <laughs> on the Land Investors Online Community. It's free. John asks, anyone here have experience with paying for a boost of their property listing on Facebook Marketplace? I only see options for controlling the duration and the budget. No control over selecting the target demographics. What am I missing? There's a lot of people uh, on the, the community here that responded to this. Oh, good. Facebook marketing and Facebook Marketplace are incredibly powerful. Uh, powerful. Jill and I have built whole business models around this. So. Please listen to this because it's really important. Boosting is not necessarily the real thing. What you want to do, do yourself a favor, and I think I talked about this last week on a show, is get to know Facebook marketing on the back end. You've got a Facebook profile, and you've got, if you have a company now, a Facebook page, like a business page. 
that's a whole different world for you to get back into the uh, back end of Facebook marketing and uh, and really learn it and understand profiling these people that want to buy the property. Let, let's say you've got a property in central Utah where it's still, I'm just throwing this out. It's famous for elk hunting. You can sell it a piece of property that you purchase for a heck of a lot more that you purchased it by profiling the people that are in that area that also have identified themselves as elk hunters. And so this is really, really important and it's the future and it and it's something you want to spend some time on. Facebook Marketplace itself, I always look at Marketplace like a place to rent an apartment or sell a bicycle. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the right thing to do. Isn't that funny? We we're just talking about this the other day because we were talking about Super Bowl 2020 and the 60 second commercial slots are going for $10 million. And that's great because you're reaching how much of an audience, but you're reaching the planet that may not be into your exact little thing. We were thinking how much money, if we could spend, you know, on social media. <laughs> spend $10 million on Facebook. Could marketing. you imagine? You would, oh. For one specific thing, like, I don't know, selling a flashlight to guys who are, have to identified. Guys. To guys. To guys. To guys. <laughs> flashlight who are to in guys. age range. That's of, it. Choose your age range and who have identified themselves uh, as outdoorsmen or just build the profile like that. Somebody who's logically gonna buy a flashlight, it's probably not right. a 22 year old woman. Let's just put it that way. So. But the dad will buy it for the daughter. Or Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an incredibly powerful way to sell real estate and anything else. Yeah. Anything else that you can sit there and say, this uh, woman's probably more set up to buy lipstick of this shade in this state or this zip code than men <laughs> are in Texas. Jill's uh, Super Bowl way. That totally lipstick imagine. commercial reaches everybody in Texas and it doesn't matter who. And it's totally inefficient. Yeah. Isn't that funny? So buying and selling land on Facebook <laughs> is fantastic. Yep. I'm sorry, you got me thinking about it. It's totally true what different shades of color lipstick people wear. It's the same with hair. It's like, Go ahead. It's like, I don't know if it's still that way, but it used to be Texas was big hair. You like big hair, like sprayed up. And I don't know if it's still like that, but it used to be that, like that. It's just, it just seems like so much work. For and what? All, and then California would be like the bleach blondes. If you're, you know, back in the day, I would sell hairspray to Texas. Here's what would be me if I was in the hair business. My ads would be all old hairspray in Texas and that sun in spray. I don't know if they still do it, but that bleachy spray here in California because that used to be a thing. I have never heard <laughs> a man in my life say some version of this sentence. God, that girl's really hot. Look how big her hair is. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. So who does? It's, is it for other women? I don't know. Come on, I, Jill. You got to have these answers. I guess. Yeah, I, I need you I to explain did. all women. Stephen, I didn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> I I really don't know the whole the horse. It must have been the fashion, and I guess it was for other women. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, but I man. I don't know how about guy because you can't because you because you couldn't run your hands through it. <laughs> you don't want you don't you want to get near finger, it. Trust me. You can run your fingers through my hair, but <laughs> trust me, man. We all know what <laughs> the hair that Jill's describing back then in Texas. You all know yeah. if you run your hair through it, your fingers through it, what it's going to feel like. like yeah, it's just, and, and you know what they're gonna. This is what the women would do. Like, go, don't touch my hair. No, that's right. Don't touch me. I just 
spent yeah. an hour on that. So what point is all this? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of a million mysteries. We could do a whole show on this. Yes, we could. I have a million questions like exactly like this. Okay, save them. <laughs> we'll do one a day. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topic, how to price a mail campaign for landowners. This is the meat of the show. Pricing, pricing, pricing. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yep. You have to decide what type of land. So no, let's just take a couple steps back. Uh, you found a county, you've identified it, and you generally have an idea that it's probably, you're gonna send a mail campaign because you listened to the other episode about finding a land county. And so now you need to price it. Well, here's the good news. Pricing works backwards. So what you have to do is get yourself a good, reliable data set on all the properties in the market that you're in. Let's say it's a county for rural vacant land for available property and price per acre. So you're going to look at a county and you're going to say the average price per acre in this county for for sale property is $300 right now. Is it for what size properties? Five to 10? Do we need to get that specific? Not right now. Okay. $300 an acre is, is the number okay. that I've identified uh, this county in Kentucky to, to be for okay. sale. And, if I, and, they, and they sell at that. So how do I price my mailer? You multiply by 0.25 to 0.33. You want to buy property as a price per acre at about 25 to 33% of the listed for sale property. Here's a huge hint, huge hint. Number one, there's different areas and counties. So sometimes there's flatlands, sometimes there's real expensive areas. Uh, so make it myopically get down to a place, a geography in a place in a county where you can see that the northeast quarter of the county, let's say, is $300 an acre. The southeast quarter, which is up in the mountains, is $800 an acre and on and on and on and price it that way. Don't price the whole, Jill just looked at her watch. Don't just, pr don't price the whole county. You did. I didn't actually, it's looking at my bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You looked at your bracelet. That's okay. Excuse me. I know the answer and I am going to get an A on the test. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because sometimes I'm the professor and Jill's the TA, the teaching assistant. Yes. And sometimes it's the other way. Yes. I'm sure I'm a much more difficult TA than you are. Yes, you are. Less patient. Yes, you are. So number one, you myopically get down these counties down to, and then you price it that way. It still applies, 25 to 33%. Here's a hint, and this is number two, and this is, this is, this is new and it's the greatest thing ever. If you're lucky enough to have Redfin cover the area where you're buying land, and quite honestly, I only do areas now where Redfin covers. I only send mail to land areas where they cover because of this. Go to Redfin, get to your county uh, or your zip code, whatever you're doing for land, and go to the right, and you'll see all the properties that are listed. Choose land. So now you're just looking at all the land in the county or the geography that you've chosen. Go to the bottom and say, I would like to look at sold, uh, completed sales also, in a, and in addition to for sale property, download. This is a little bit, this is kind of new. Within the last 
fiscal 12 months. And you will get a spreadsheet of all, the, now there's your comps. So now you can price this just, it's a, the greatest free tool there ever was. I would like to add, I think people believe this sometimes, because I tell them, I'm like, quit picking areas that you can't get the data, you can't get the county, it's not supported on parcel fact. You know, for, it's so hard to find these things. Why make it hard? And I think, and I tell them, I would just move on to another county, and I, I don't think they believe me. But it's nice for you to say, I do this too. I want to make sure it checks all these boxes. I have all the real numbers. Come on, there's 3,144 counties out there. We can find, you can move on to one one little area over. So you mean to tell me, Steve, that I can buy property for 25% of all the other properties in the market that it's that are listed? Yeah. If you don't believe me, go on to landinvestors.com and ask that question. Yeah. All you idiots here, type this question. <laughs> All you idiots here in this land group are consistently buy properties before 25 to 33% of the other prices that are out there, the average the price, sale? and watch yeah. what happens. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's our business model. We, Joe and I have been doing it for since the 90s. We have people in our group that make you know in excess of seven digits a month doing this with land, so yes. Am I oversimplifying? Yeah, but it's just a radio show. And so there's a lot of stuff involved, but it's very, very profitable if you work through all the stuff. Thank That's you. how you price land. Thank you. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can find us right here on the Land Academy Show. Don't fret. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're right next door on the House Academy. <laughs> next door. <laughs> we move the stage over a couple of feet. Exactly. <laughs> Tomorrow, on the, ep uh, the episode on the House Academy Show is actually called How to Budget. Oh, that's incorrect. It's How to Price Your Mail Campaign for Houses. We mm. talked about it for land today. We're going to talk about it houses tomorrow. Awesome. You're not alone in your real estate ambition. Big hair Texas. Yeah. When do you think, you know what I used to think? It looked like uh, for a while when, in the 80s, it looked like somebody like would take a flat board and just smack them in their head. Uh -huh. it, it would go straight like, up. Straight up in the yeah, front. Yeah, it's true. That was a lot of hair How did those spray. trends start? That was like Aquanet days, I think. I think it just continued on. That was when you went to Betty's Beauty Box. <laughs> It got your hair. How does trend start? And like I don't know, and it's stuck. It's kind of funny. The Land Academy Show <laughs> remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Information, and inspiration to buy undervalued property.